Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the front office studios in beautiful Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro Esports Podcast, season number three, show number 44, recorded the week of Monday, January 9th, 2023. I'm Dave Light. Show number 44 features Isaiah Kloster. 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 Isaiah Kloster and Brian Baroni from SIU Edwardsville, but Isaiah is from Edwardsville High School, and he is the latest charitable champion. Thanks, as always, to partners Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, Jeb, and Ginger, Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. Three things you can do to help, I always ask before we get into our guests. Number one, subscribe to this podcast. It's free, and you love it. Number two, follow us in all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you have a story idea, don't forget to email me at mespdave at gmail.com. And you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to mespdave at gmail.com. Please put team of the month in the subject line. All right. Edwardsville High School basketball star, Isaiah Kloster, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's great to be back. How many times is this for you? Twice? This is my second one, yep. But you're like a natural at podcasting now because you are one of the hosts of... The Jungle. The Jungle. I love it. I I can't wait to just keep doing more. The first one was just great. I felt like it was natural. I felt like I, I belonged there, and I just can't wait to keep going. How about that? This kid has a future. Edwardsville High School basketball star Isaiah Kloster has a future in, like, sports media or something. He's got a voice. Uh, he's, yeah, he's got a voice for a radio. presence. Presence. For the podcasting. <laughs> the podcasting world. So who were your guests the first, the first show that you hosted? The Jungle, the EHS Sports Podcast. Uh, well, I had my point guard, A.J. Tillman which was a lot of fun. He's a year younger than me. He's doing great this year. And then I had hockey player Carson Weber and bowler Nevin Gutterman. Nevin Gutterball. Gutterman. <laughs> Gutterball. You don't, you don't call him Gutterman. That's bowler. his nickname. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, cool. And what did you find difficult, or was it just easy for you, the whole podcasting thing? It was kind of hard dealing with silence and, and not saying um or uh after everything and trying to... See who's going to talk next, who's going to say something. That was kind of difficult. That's what I got to work on. And then also just repeating the same thing over and over. I, you know, I think there's a lot of things that, that can be difficult about it. But, yeah, I think, I think the best one is when you ask a guest, so you're having a great season, huh? And he goes, yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Back, back to you. So let's talk about your season, though. How's it going? It's going pretty well so far. We, um, we've had a lot of difficulty this year with our guys and – and getting everybody healthy at the same time. But the past couple of games, we have had a lot of people healthy, and we've been clicking. Early, we had guys with the flu, and then we had like an ankle pandemic where everybody was just rolling their ankle, including me. So whenever we all get out on the court, I mean, we move as a, just a whole. But whenever we are losing some guys or losing some spots, it's like 
you know, who's going to step up and who's going to be a leader, who's going to do this. And that can kind of be a little difficult. You missed some time with that ankle. How long did you miss? Um, about a week and a half. I missed four games and then I came back to the MICDS tournament in St. Louis, but I wasn't really a hundred percent yet. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a hard couple of weeks, a week and a half. And I, it was, it was hard to stay up and, and motivated for sure. Is this your first injury that's caused you to cause you to miss playing time? Yeah. In your career? Yeah, it is. It sucked. But they uh I talked to a lot of people and they were like, Well, in college you're gonna get injured a lot and if you go through an entire college career without getting injured, that's super rare. So the mental part you've already learned with, with this one. So you're already gonna be one step ahead whenever you get to college. You're just gonna have to deal with you know, you're you're gonna be used to the mental because that's what you went through your senior year. So when I get to college, I think hopefully I'm a little bit, you know, used to the mental aspect of it. And you got to rehab it and strengthen it yeah. and not take it for granted. I think some people get lazy sometimes in their rehab. So that's my advice. Chad Opal, SIUE Hall of Famer. Yes, sir. Front office fiduciary network. The man behind the award. Ever any serious injuries for you during your Hall of Fame baseball career? Football uh, career, too? Thankfully, in high school, um, I missed one football game due to a concussion, uh, no other injuries, and then baseball, luckily, no injuries as well. Thank goodness. Wow. Uh, I missed one game in four years at SIU, uh, slid into second, uh, a burst of sack, burst of sack, and my knee burst, and uh, luckily, it was just one game, and wow, other than that, but then, unfortunately... After one season of the minor leagues, it was two shoulder surgeries, needed a third later, and that was call it quits. So the one injury that did get me, it took me down for good. But I do know the uh, concussion story. <laughs> yeah. That was at East St. Yeah. Louis? Yep, at East St. Louis my junior year. What happened? Come on. Went up for a pass uh, going across the middle and got my legs cut right underneath me and kind of did a little half flip and hit the head Ooh. square on the ground and woke up at the hospital. It was a pretty good concussion. Of course, now nowadays I might have missed the ra- the rest of the season. Who knows? I mean, I literally was back playing the next the next game. But that was a, this was twenty years ago. It's a different time, and uh, technology and medicine has improved a ton. And safety of for the kids is is a lot better these days, which is good. Well, good for you. I'm glad you're here today. No no ill effects of that concussion. <laughs> well, and I'm glad you're healthy because you. you've made a tremendous comeback. Friday night was your second highest point scoring output of your entire career. 20 points at Collinsville. And Collinsville, one of the top teams in the area. And, you know, nobody's gambling on high school sports as far as I know, but but Collinsville would have been a really heavy favorite at home. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they, um, they were ranked top 10 in the state, I know, before the season. And I, I don't know if they still are. They're always in the rankings, though, whenever I check. But that Virgil Fletcher gymnasium, that's a hard gym to play in. And that team is, I mean, they, they all work as a unit. They're a lot like us in a lot of different ways. So for us to go out and play on their home floor and come out with the overtime win was huge for all of us. And respect. Respect for the Cahawks. Oh, yeah. And their tradition and their, and their well-coached team and their players. They want to win. And that's why it was a big win for you. Because they are a great team. Yeah, it was it was nothing but respect after the game. Because both teams, five on five, 15, 15 guys on each bench, really. We just went to war for a good hour and a half or so. 
just battling. So nothing but respect to them. They, they're a great team, and they're going to win a lot of games this year. But that atmosphere was fantastic, too. Oh, it was so much just fun. Just a great, great game to play, and I yeah. bet. Holy cow. Two for three from the three-point line on Friday night, young man. Are you supposed to be shooting from way out there? You're a big boy. How tall are you? Uh, they have me at like 6'4", which is six nice. Four. I don't, the, don't hair, the hair adds a couple <laughs> inches. So, big man, they don't want you. Do they want you shooting out there or not? Yeah. It was bad. It's like, no, 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 no. Okay, we'll take it. No, I think he kind of let me go. Um, but we also know that we have a lot of guys on our team who can make a, more of those, a lot more of those shots. I think Malik had five or seven. Um, our big man, John, he can step out and shoot them. We have Alec and AJ and even Chris who can all uh, step out and shoot. And whenever they're out there shooting, I get, you know, I'm a bigger guy. I can just go down there right. and you know, do my thing. So. You get a lot of you get a lot of points, a lot of your points in the paint, but you've, you've been known to shoot the three. I'm seeing uh, four for five against uh, Southeast. When you played them, you had 25 points that night too. So you're getting it done. I'm glad you're healthy and I'm happy for you. And you're, uh, you're a charitable champion now too, man. Yeah, that's super exciting. I was really excited when I heard that news. That's awesome. Let's talk about the award for a second. Mr. Opal, who do you pick to be the charitable champion each month? Yes, we recognize a local student athlete that is doing just a great job on the field, the court, uh, but most importantly, doing a great job in the classroom and as a leader and being a great teammate. It's really just those who are, you know, checking the boxes and doing all the things it takes to have success. It's not just who can put up 20 on the on the basketball court. It's who can do it all around. And uh, your coach sent in your nomination and we were, we want to recognize you as just doing a great thing. Yeah, I, I appreciate that 100%. That's, that means a lot. I mean, I don't, you know, of course you don't do all this stuff to get recognized with an award, but it's nice to to, to know that you're being recognized. Doing Coach, that thing. Coach Battis said a lot of nice things about you. Isaiah is a leader on and off the court for the Tigers. Our team sponsored a family in need for Christmas. Isaiah led the gift buying and made sure the kids and the family received items on their list for Christmas. Isaiah also helps out at our youth camps and is always one of our first students to volunteer for anything that is needed. Describes you as empathetic, hardworking, dedicated, trustworthy, and genuine. Boom, boom, boom right there. It's good stuff. Absolutely. Who taught you these things? My mother. It's got to be. Credit your mom. Credit Say your name. Mom. Aaron Kloster. Shout out to Aaron Kloster, my mom. School teacher one. at Edwardsville High School? Yep. This is her first year at Edwardsville High School? It is. Is it weird having your mom at EHS? Yes and no. It's like she's I walk in her classroom and like she's just teaching my friends and that's kind of like a little weird, but at the same time it's like nice seeing her in the hallway and like you know what a nice kid. Yeah. That is great. Well it helps that your mom's a good person and the kids and the kids love her. She's a fantastic teacher and she's been a great addition to our staff. We're we're lucky to have her. She's teaching social studies mm -hmm. history right now. Yep, history, modern and ancient. And she's your second favorite teacher at Edwardsville High School, obviously, <laughs> behind your current sports and literature teacher who, uh, who, is, who is fantastic. I think the word that, that jumps out here to me is genuine. For sure. You can already tell that just meeting him in person here today. Just his personality and his voice, he's very genuine. Meaning that he means what he says. Yeah. You feel like you're a genuine person? Yeah, I do. I don't think I... I don't think I'm a good type of guy to to stretch the truth. I think I'm I'm straight up. You, you, you I am what you, what you see kind of guy. 
as your English teacher for an entire year, I would describe you as hardworking, smart, enthusiastic learner. You had a lot to say. You looked forward to coming to class and, and jumping in the discussions, and I enjoyed your energy. And I would agree. I would, I would also describe you as genuine. So I think that's really cool. Okay, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about your future. We're going to talk about your donation. And we're going to talk about the Charitable Champion Award. Because everybody loves those things. But you know what everybody hates? You know what everybody hates? Going to the DMV. Waiting in line at the DMV. (laughs) See, you've learned. And now you don't have to. Go see the state certified experts at Rosenthal License Service for all your licensing needs including title work for cars, trucks, motorcycles, ATVs, boats, campers, RVs, and trailers. Located in Edwardsville in the Montclair Shopping Plaza, right across from the DMV, Rosenthal is a local family-owned business that has been serving the Metro East for more than 80 years with fast, friendly service. And they can help you if you need a money order or a notary public. So the next time you need to renew your sticker, Save time with a quick and easy visit to my friends, John and Francis, and ask John about Australia. He's just getting back this week. At Rosenthal License Service, or give him a call at 656-6163. Okay. As part of the Charitable charitable Champion, a big part of it is you generously donate $500 to the charity of the recipient's choice. Yes. Absolutely. We're excited to um, help these young student athletes be philanthropic and think about giving. And um, yeah, tell us about your two charities that we're splitting the money to go to. Yeah. Number one is the EHS uh, Basketball's Boosters uh, Booster Club because um, they do a lot for us. Uh, with with the ankle injury I had, I got a ankle brace and a lot of the other people who did that, we got an ankle brace and they are always helping out with with uh players in need if they're you know not as able as the other people we're always helping out trying to do as much as we can and then the second one is the lincoln school foundation Lincoln school foundation and uh, we were talking off mic about the lincoln school foundation and uh you know that the lincoln school foundation gives thousands of dollars in scholarships every year and has been helping edwardsville families uh edwardsville community and surrounding families for uh, decades now, and it all started with your former neighbor, Mr. Shaw, mm-hmm. yep, who started the Lincoln School Foundation. Um, a group of Lincoln School alumni got together, had a golf scramble, and then they just started doing it every year and raising money for the community. Um, and Lincoln School, of course, was the school for African Americans in Edwardsville before the before the schools were integrated. So that's what the Lincoln School Foundation is. And Mr. Shaw has been the only uh, CEO of that organization since its inception. So he'll be very excited to get your $250 uh, donation to the Lincoln School Foundation and the other half going to the uh, Booster Club, which is a nonprofit organization. This is, I don't want people to confuse this with something associated with the school right. because, if it's, a, because if, it's a, if it's the actual school's club, then it's not tax deductible, but, but the booster club in this case is. And you want to give back to your basketball program, obviously. Why? What has the basketball program given you? They've given me so much, especially in the past four years. They've never hesitated to help whenever 
I needed it or a teammate needed it or anything like that. They've they've done so much for us and kids even around the school. I mean, so many kids have lives have changed. Just you know, they they could be like hallway roamers, and then coaches like you know come to basketball. We'll get you right. We'll straighten you up. And then you know, in four years, they're they're totally different people. They've really just given us an outlet and and um, really just got us right in, in so many different ways, both on and off the court. And I just want to show my thanks for sure. What are your plans for after high school? I want to play in college. Um, I'm not 100% sure where I want to play yet. I'm narrowing it down, but I, I definitely want to go play in college. It, it doesn't matter what level. I mean, I just I just want to better myself and, and find somewhere where I can just keep growing and, and keep being a better player because I think there's always room for improvement. Uh, you want to stay local or you doesn't matter where? Uh, I'm not too picky. I, I kind of want to stay a little local just so I'm not too far away. Like I don't, I don't want to go to like Florida or something like that if I don't have to. Um, but I think it would be also nice to kind of explore outside, especially Edwardsville and, and Illinois probably. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Illinois, just seeing different parts of it. But the Midwest, I think it would be cool to at least travel out of there for a little bit. Any ideas what you want to study? You, you like Calm, obviously, mass communications. You like the podcasting thing. Any ideas? Yeah, I want to stay with uh, social sciences. My uh, sister, my mom, and my aunt, they have all done different social sciences. And um, in high school, I, I always took the psychology, sociology classes. Uh, even your classes, like, we learn a lot about even history. Even Like, last year, was a lot of kids joked that it was like a, almost a history class. Um, and I, It's not funny. I, I wasn't <laughs> laughing, um, but um, yeah, I I want to stay in that field a hundred percent and try and figure something out from there. You're looking forward to it. I think it'll be I think it'll be exciting for you. What are you looking forward to the rest of this basketball season? Definitely just growing our team. Like we're we're good right now. Like we beat we beat Collinsville, which is great, and I think that we can be a lot more teams. But I just want to I just want to see everybody get better, both individually and just as a whole. Uh, I want to see just everybody come together and interact as more more of a family. I want us to be like brothers by the end of the year and and not more like strangers. There are kids on this team that I might not really talk to last year or anything like that, but I can just see each and every single day we're just growing more and more together, and that's something I really appreciate. I uh, I also want us to go on a little playoff run and, and try and bring some hardway, hardware back to uh, Edwardsville High School for sure. Playing a tough conference. Do you feel like every conference game is a huge challenge, a huge obstacle? I mean, you look at the you look at the rankings for the large schools in the St. Louis area. I'm seeing Southwestern conference teams four out of the top six consistently yeah. this year. I don't obviously there's always a good team or two in the Southwestern Conference and the other conferences also, but I don't remember four teams being in the top six like I'm seeing. And then you're not even the top six. You're not even the top ten. But you're beating a team in the top five. Yeah. And that's indicative of the depth of the conference this year, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whenever I look at the rankings, for whenever I'm looking at the Southwestern Conference teams specifically, it seems like their names are jumping up and down all over the place. Right now, we have O'Fallon, Beville East, East St. Louis, and Collinsville that are really controlling it. And we just beat Collinsville, and there are other teams that are going close with East St. Louis. There's other teams going close with Beville East. Uh, everybody's beating each other. Everybody's winning games, and 
this conference really is, yeah. like you said, deep. And West and West and Alton are, are very capable oh, yeah. teams as well, for sure. And uh, I think it's you know I I don't know that there's a that there's a, a an EJ Liddell type dominant team like I've seen in the past, mm-hmm. but I feel like the depth is greater since is, is this is the greatest depth since I've been doing this podcast for three years. So I don't know. I'm not the I'm not the I don't go back 10, 15, 20 years, but I, I I would like to hear from somebody else who says, nope, this year was deeper, that that year was deeper. Yeah. Anyway, when's the next game? We play Bevo West tomorrow at, away, so in Bevo. That'll be another great challenge for you. Yeah. They have, a, they have a lot of good athletic guys who are really fast, and one thing about us is we're big, and we have fast and athletic guys, but when it comes to certain positions, we're not as quick off our feet. So sometimes we can kind of get people with uh, – Running our stuff, running our plays, being patient. Tomorrow's gonna be a challenge because they have they're gonna start five guys who can all run, jump, and are quick and wiry. So it's gonna be different for us. I think it's gonna be good, and and I definitely think that we have a a good chance of, of coming out on top. For a preview of the Maroons, listen to last week's show with Coach Schobert and Miles Liddell and David Marshall Jr. Great guys. I hope it's a fantastic game. Yeah, they're they're great players. They played with the same AAU organization I did, and I got to see my practice every once in a while. They seem like great kids. They are. And which organization is that? Uh, the Southwestern Illinois Jets. Okay. And you played with them last summer also? Uh, this previous one, and then not last summer. Or like, uh, yeah, the, the last summer, yeah. Okay. If, uh, if people come out and watch the Tigers play the rest of this year, what can they expect to see? Definitely a lot of confidence, confident guys who know what they're doing. Just good basketball players who trust each other. That's one thing that we have this year that we might not have had last year. You know, we might not have trusted everybody with the ball or certain positions. But now if I pass it, I know that the guy next to me, he's going to make the right play because he's a smart, you know, confident guy. No Jordan Bush this year. Yeah, that kind of hurt. Graduated? Yeah, Jordan was like, whenever I first started playing basketball and like competitively, competitively he was like my first point guard it was uh, aau in like third grade so since third grade he's been my point guard he's i've looked to my left i looked to my right and there he was so starting the year not having jordan was just it was just so different and i i do miss his presence i miss his vibes he he was always a goofy kid it's nice to have around but you got the quarterback there now running point guard yeah we have curry at the at the head which is we, i had to get used to playing with him because there was times where Last year, I would cut, and I would, like, get the ball. I'd be like, you're not really open. This year, I started cutting, and the ball just ends up in my hands. And I'm like, how did he just get that ball across? Like, well, he plays football. He's a QB1. This yeah. is what he does. So He's paying attention. Oh, yeah, he knows what's going on. He knows how to, he knows how to dish the ball to, a, to an open receiver. You would have appreciated playing for Jake Curry. He would have thrown the – who was your quarterback? Jimmy? Jimmy Doherty and then Mark Alaria. Well, you played for two great ones. Yeah, too. absolutely. But this guy, I think, is gonna might break the record for passing yards. Wow. Maybe. Well, right? Big time. He can throw it. I think Who holds he's, it now? Uh, Marinko? I think so. I think so. All right, buddy. Well, congratulations on the award, and uh, good for you for picking the Lincoln School Foundation and the uh, Booster Club. Yeah, two very important things uh, for me. 100%. So Good for you. Mr. Opal, thanks, as always, for your uh, contribution. My and pleasure. For your help. Thanks and for letting me get to spend some time with these amazing young men and women. 
And thanks for uh, welcoming us into your into your office home here. The new studio. The new studio here at front office in the Whispering Heights. I feel like we need a sound effect for whisper. I feel like it should be Whispering Heights. <laughs> it oh should my be, gosh! Don't you think? Whis- <laughs> don't say if you can't. He's nerding out over here. Whispering Heights. Come on, like you got to put your master's voice. Let's hear it. Whispering. Nah. No, I can't do it. All right, Isaiah Kloster, thanks so much for coming by. Congratulations on the huge award. Thank you, and and thank you so much for having me. I'd love to be back sometime. Thanks, guys. All right, guest number two tonight, Coach Brian Baroni of the surging Cougar men's basketball team and back again for the fourth time probably on this show. He's kind of a legend here. You love it here, Rayshon. (laughs) Fourth or fifth. Fourth or fifth, Ray Ballin. Welcome back to the show, Rayshon Taylor. And joining us behind the microphone for the first time, Keaton Anderson, the intern. Welcome to the show, Keaton. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Well, you've been interviewing people on the Jungle, the EHS podcast, so you know yeah. what you're doing here. And you're also friends with these guys, and you know these guys. Mm-hmm. So I think it seemed like a natural to have you in here with them, right? Yep. All right. Coach Brony, let's start with you. First of all, congratulations on, on the season, man. You guys are you're killing it. You're on ESPN. They're getting graphics wrong. What they do? <laughs> no, it, I appreciate it. No, our guys have worked hard. No, we were prior to us getting on 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 air just now. They just they showed a graphic of our history of wins the last few years, and as you know, it's a, we're building a program, and the, right. the numbers didn't look great. Now the the audio behind it was a very positive talk about what we've been doing and how kind of we overcame the last few years. But we were watching it in film the other day, and. I was kind of on the side. It was the graphic on the right on the on the right side. It was the play we were talking about, and all the guys. I finally just paused it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's not a good that's not a good look right there." But we, we, we it's a positive thing that we're doing right now. So. What is a good look right now is the fact that you're twelve and five, and you're three and one in the conference, and the program is surging. That's 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 the best word that I can use to describe right now. Awesome year so far. By far your most successful season so far as the Cougar head coach. Yeah, no, it's exciting. I mean, it's it's these guys. It, it's, you know, they, they come to work every day. They overcome, uh, you know, whether it's injuries or just kind of the day-to-day uh, things that we've had to overcome the last few years. And they've really bought into one another. They really work hard. and They're good basketball players and, and high-character people. So it's been a good year thus far. I mean, we're, we're not – uh, you know, we're, we we say that because we want more, we want more, and that and that's kind of the credit to the to the guys on the team right now. So your mindset is we just want to get a little bit better. Yeah, every day, you know, it, it's every single day. It's it's kind of sounds cheesy, but you know, you wanna you wanna win the day. You wanna be better than you were today. Uh, you know, tomorrow today. So I mean, that's kind of our mindset. But there, you do have to enjoy the process a little bit. As a coach, I feel that. Um, you don't, you try to not play games and, and be like, all right, we haven't accomplished anything yet, but then you find yourself kind of pushing, what have we accomplished type of deal. And, and I just think it's that, it's that competitive nature that not, not, not just us as a staff, but the, the team has as well. We all want to continue to, to build on what we, we expected to have success when we all came together because we have a group of guys that want to win. Tied for first in the conference. Good nice. view, good view from the top. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, we had a little slip up a weekend ago, but uh, three and one uh, after Christmas, so that was that was a nice nice little thing. And, and uh, going into Christmas, we had a couple nice wins as well. So we put ourselves in position to to go into this next Thursday Saturday stretch and see if we can continue to capitalize on it and, and just you know every every win in conference matters because you don't know how the tiebreakers are gonna you know are gonna work out at the end of the year. You don't know. 
you know, what's going to put you into a different seed. So you have to approach every game as like a championship mentality. All right, guys. Thanks for coming. See you, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. Should we let this guy talk? I, he, I haven't talked enough today. Like, I, I, he's looking at me right now. We just had a 30-minute uh, practice is what I'll say. 30 minutes? 30, 30 in 10-minute film session. So he hasn't heard me all day. How you feel, Ray? Good. How's but, that eye? How's that eye? I'm all uh, good. I uh, got the stitches. I'm all good. I'm back on the court. What happened? Um, I just went up to contest somebody layup, and as they were shooting it, they kind of hit me with an elbow. But... I mean, I got right back up, tried to get the blood away as much as I could. Second comeback for you from a major injury. How do you feel right now physically? Uh, I'm getting better pretty much every every game, every week. Uh, but, yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm playing better, uh, playing harder than I was, so I just feel good. Leading the team in points, average 13.9 points per game. You're getting it done. You're winning awards. You're leading the team. Are you having fun? Oh, yeah, for sure I'm having fun. Uh, like you said, all that, and then we're winning, and I enjoy playing with all my teammates. And for Coach B, like, it's just it's just been a fun year, and hopefully we continue. He's the guy that got you to come to SIU Edwardsville. Has he been living up to the promises he made you when he recruited you all those years ago when you left the Cayhawks and you left the Purple Nation? Oh, yeah, for sure. I lived up to all of it. Uh, we always talk about putting family in the basketball, and that's the biggest thing. We all we all family. Keaton, I understand you're a big fan of these guys. You uh, you go to all the games, even the away games, and hold up some funny signage and whatnot. You and your you and your pops are going to these games? Yeah, uh, brother as well. Yeah. Um, most most time just us three, but sometimes my mom and sister will come along as well. All right, let's hear it from the fans' perspective. I, I guess you're media now, but let's hear it from your perspective. What's <laughs> a, how's this team playing this year? Incredible. I, I just it's insane to see because we've been season ticket holders for so long. It's insane to see the success that they've had from people like Reggie Reed ten years ago to now like Ray Sean and Minor and stuff like that. It's insane uh, just to see that the, the success that they've had and just sitting behind the bench just at their games and stuff, hearing Brian talking to the players and hearing all the other assistant coaches talking. It's insane. It's all awesome. I'm just talking to them, right? That's, that's what I – yeah, nice, nice, nice yeah. calm talk. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> nice, calm talk. Well, I think, you know, you've had some, you've had some amazing wins this year, and you've played in front of some, some big crowds mm -hmm. this year. Are these have these been the biggest crowds in front of which your kids have played since you've been at SIUE? You know, I, I, when we were at Creighton uh, a year ago, and that was a pretty intense crowd. I mean, that was they did a heck of a job that game, and um, actually changed changed one of our play calls to to a visual signal uh, moving forward because of the, the the noise. But going into Horton Fieldhouse at Illinois State was uh, was pretty cool. You know, the throwback game they had I don't know three four thousand people, but it was a you know a packed a, a packed arena, Missouri obviously this year and then going into St. Louis as well. And I think that, um, you know, we're starting to generate some, some people are coming to, to, to see who their team is playing because they're playing us a little bit. You can, you can sense that vibe a little bit too, where we're bringing some crowds and some atmospheres because our guys work hard and they're exciting to watch. In my opinion, I, you know, I enjoy watching them every day. So we just want to keep on building that, that, that sense of community and that's a community support. I think they're exciting to watch, but guess what? I don't think it matters. You could be boring as heck if you win. 
people are going to yeah. come out and watch you. That, yeah. Am I am I wrong? No doubt. No, the, 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 you know, you sit there and you look at it. You're a 12 and five, and you you uh, these guys do a great job in the community too. They 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 volunteer. They're they were handing out popsicles and in uh, in the summer baseball. And uh, we, what you do is you see a lot of these people come to these games, and then you win. And then they also are an exciting brand of basketball. So I think it's just kind of a snowball effect on how you want to do it. And they're high character, most importantly. So that's what we want to do. It's, 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 we got to do this thing together. you got to have good guys who are getting out in the community, building the brand, mm-hmm. and you got to have winners. And when you're 12 and 5 and you're first place in the conference, it's starting to create this synergistic feel to it where you're building the community that you want to build. A hundred percent. And, you know, in, in we, we, when we talked about uh, what we wanted to do a few years ago with Ray, uh, I mean, he is the community, right? I mean, I mean, we, I saw what this community can do when I was following his Collinsville team around in their run. Unfortunately, it got cut short. Right. But every game you saw, the road games that I'd go to, they had a lot of purple, but they had a lot of red, you know, the or, or blue, whoever they were playing. And then they were at home, it was packed. And they went to the next game and, and that was packed. And you know, this is a sports craze community. Uh, they they care for their own. We want to be part of them. You know, we want to be part of the community. Obviously, guys like Ray, Jalen, uh, Hodge, Cam Williams, guys that are from this area as well, are, are the community kind of indoctrinated into it already. But we just want to keep on doing what we're doing and, and have fun while doing it. Signature win this this year. I think it's the win over SLU at Chaffetz Arena. Good win. It looked like a really emotional win. For everybody, describe the feel on the floor that night. Uh, I mean, it was a fun game. It's pretty much a, a board of war or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I mean, we expect to go in there and win. So we just, I mean, we had fun after the game, of course. But it also was because it's like the end of our first season uh, going into conference. So I mean, we expect to win. That's a big coach B could tell you. <laughs> Did it feel like a different win? For you. Yeah, it's great because, I mean, obviously, you sit there, you put that on the schedule, um, you schedule the games. You know, when we sit there and talk about in recruiting, we're going to play you know, some of the you know top near, top-notch talent or uh, uh, teams and leagues in the country, and, we you know, we expect to beat them. We expect to go in there and as we build this thing, not with an egotistical or an arrogant kind of way, but you go in there against St. Louis, the community was talking about it when it was on the schedule. I mean, you know, they saw December 21st, oh, I'm going to go to the slew game, I'm going to go to the slew game. And then, we, you know, we had some momentum going into it. We had a little success going into it. Had a couple close losses to some, some Missouri Valley teams. And then going across, we had some confidence. You know, we just believed in ourselves. We really have made it about ourselves. You know, we do the scouting report and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, Ray and I were talking. He actually said it to me. He's just like, you know, when we were down 18, it didn't feel like 18. You know, and, and, and what we both kind of understood from that was like, we just weren't playing great, but it wasn't out of reach. It was just like, all right, we're going to figure this thing out. There wasn't a, a panic or anything like that. And then to see a guy from right across the river go down there on the right side of the lane, kissing off the backboard on a foul, by the way, should have been an and one. Um, it was nice to it was nice to see uh, uh, us get that last stop and then go celebrate with our uh, friends and family. Yeah, I saw the uh, I saw the celebration multiple times. And if you if you're not following SIUE men's basketball on Twitter, what are you doing at SIUE MBB? And you can get on there. And you can see Coach Baroni's celebration. Uh, he's got a, he, he's got some good ones. You got <laughs> you got you got some pretty good celebrations in there. You know, for an old square dude. You you. What do you think, Ray? <laughs> uh, he definitely do. Uh, I think one of the funniest ones was when we uh, 
went to Virginia and played in a Longwood tournament. That's the funniest one to me. <laughs> That's one of the ones I'm looking at right now, where he gets uh, he gets he gets a lot of stuff. Pour, uh, is that water you guys are pouring on him there in the in the locker room? That's a good that's a good look. Well, you are pumped up in that one. Yeah, I was. Uh, my neck still hurts from Des Polk. You know, just give me a little love tap. Um, but these guys, I mean, they fight so hard every single day. And, and you know, the the best part about it is, you know, it's not every win you go in there and act like you won uh, like that necessarily. You got to appreciate every one win. There's no doubt about it. But you know, kind of the lead up to to some of those good celebrations. There's so much backstory. I mean, everything from you know just the travel or what you've been through, what happened that week, and then. You know, for me personally, it's just been a long few months with some, you know, some stuff losing my mom and my, you know, I went up to the crowd to see my, see my wife. And it's not about, you know, anything other than just that moment of, you know, we knew that December 21st was going to be a day that the 22nd, we were finally going to be able to take a breath because we hadn't taken a breath since, you know, we had media day, uh, uh, a day and a half after I, I buried my mom, unfortunately. And I, and not, this is not to bring that down, but we hadn't stopped, but my personal family knew December 22nd, dad was going to be home for a couple of days. And it was really nice that these guys gave, uh, uh, gave us, Santa came early that this Christmas. So it was nice to see. Sorry for your loss. I appreciate it. Obviously. Appreciate it. Yep. And, uh, I think, you know, if you'd beaten slew the last five years in a row, then beating them when you did, wouldn't have been a big deal. No. And then if you remember a couple of years ago, we were, we were on our way. The bus was literally about to come get us the day, the next day to go to Youngstown, Ohio, Ohio to play Youngstown state in a tournament. And then COVID hit and uh, they got knocked out. For, and then all of a sudden there was kind of a pop-up tournament and it was SLU, LSU. And then we played school of pharmacy. And uh, so we went from playing Youngstown in like Niagara and then in a day playing SLU and our performance was not, was not similar to the one the other day. And uh, so it was really nice to go back out there as a, as a true part of ourselves. And Ray wasn't part of that one either. So, and he actually, to his to his credit, uh, a few years ago, he sat right in that locker room. He said, "We're going to be back. We're going to come back and get here and get this thing done." And uh, and he was right. All right, Keaton, the intern, should we uh, try you with a read? I don't know. I don't know if you're ready to read one of these fancy schmancy advertisements, but uh, we got a lot more Cougar basketball to talk. But I want to thank partner. Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. They're big Cougar supporters, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're the best. I just saw Scott uh, yesterday. That Scott Wetzel, of course. The <laughs> number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Cassins Inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Cassins.com. Cassins has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car or a van or anything, a truck, anyplace else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassins is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. You know Scott? Yeah, I bought my car uh, from there as well. <laughs> Where else would you buy it? There's nowhere else to go. And... His dad is going into the EHS Athletic Hall of Fame as a contributor. Oh, Bob, wow. Bob Wetzel. Oh, cool. February 4th. Great guy. Great family. And Andy Callaway of Callaway Home Loans saves me some money every month now, and he'll save my family thousands in the long run. How? He refinanced my existing mortgage, and he can do the same for you. Rates are all over the place, so you need to lock down and take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans and ask for the MESP special. 
If you refinance with Andy, he'll donate $100 to the Metro East High School, Junior High, or University team of your choice. He'll give 100 bucks to the SIUE Men's Cougars basketball team. Let's do it. You want that? <laughs> Absolutely. Give Andy a call at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. All right. How you feel about your game this year, Ray? I feel good. I feel like I've uh, grown a lot of places, still growing in a lot of places. Um, I will also say, like, I had my fresh share of uh, struggles. I'm not scared to admit that. But I also feel like I'm um, overcoming them, and I'm in a different headspace mentally. So. I feel like for a kid your age, and I consider you a young man, I feel like for a young man your age, you've had your fair share of adversity with the two knee injuries that you've had. Coach? You feel like this this guy has had a lot of tough breaks, little bump. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I think he has. And, and uh, but the the crazy thing is, and 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 I say he's sitting right next to me, so I'm gonna be nice, anyways. But the um, he, his approach hasn't wavered. He's been an unbelievable teammate. He, he like let's put this in perspective. Like I I tell this to people all the time. You know, I stopped asking him how he feels sometimes just because. I hindered him at the beginning of his comeback when, you know, I just was, I was more thinking about it than him. And, you know, he put himself in position to play after nine months of a second ACL and he's averaging, would you say 13 and a half fit? You know, we, we got 12 and five. He, he, he's, he's every day he's practicing. He's, he's, he's impacting college basketball games. And some people aren't even playing yet. Like dumb it down. That's simplistic. And I'm holding him to a standard as if he's never been hurt. And every once in a while, I got to walk away and kind of go like, geez, you know, he's he's developing as a player overall, uh, defensively, offensively, his IQ, all that kind of stuff. And he wasn't playing about two months ago, five on five. Um, you know, and I, and I say that to the team too, like in, in his, it's credit to his teammates, credit obviously to him, it's credit to his support you know, system and uh, the, the physical trainers, the, the, everyone involved, the surgeons. And then obviously, you know, his family as well. And I know he's got a strong one behind him and his mother. How many years of eligibility do you have left after uh, this year? I believe I have two. <laughs> I believe. I don't really know. It's a little different nowadays. Yeah, yeah, he does. Two more years after this year. So technically yeah. you're a sophomore. Yeah. yeah. Are you where you want to be with two more years to play college basketball? I mean, it's just – where I hold myself to. So I would say no, but I mean, I feel like I'm playing all right. I'm playing pretty good basketball. So I just want to continue to keep getting better. Remind me, what are you studying? Uh, psychology uh, and minor in sports psychology. All right. What do you see in this guy, Keaton? You watch this guy play basketball. You see him a lot. Yeah, I do see him a lot. Uh, Keaton's going to analyze your game for you. He's going to tell you. He's been he's been breaking down a lot of your film. He always sends me text messages. I want to hear this. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I like the way you play. Coming back from two injuries, it's tough. Uh, I know I thought it was the end of the world. I got shin splints. I can't even imagine an ACL tear. Like something something like that. It's, it's impressive for you to come out and having a weight lifted off your shoulders with Pruitt and with Marco and stuff with stuff like that and Polo and – well, like just to see you still, you're progressing even after those injuries. Uh, I think your game has only gotten better with your passes. Your confidence is slowly coming back. Um, I, overall, I'm, I'm super impressed. I, I love 
I love your game, so appreciate it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna coin a phrase here. How's right. that Vidala bean vibe? The ooh, the, the VV, if you will. <laughs> I just started that here right now. So we'll roll you, with it. That Vidala bean vibe. Keaton and I were talking before before you guys came. We were doing a show. We were having a, a production meeting, and uh, <laughs> and uh, he said, you know, last year compared to this year, this year no comparison, no comparison. Yeah. More people, more energetic vibe. Obviously, it starts with the winning, mm-hmm. but he says more people, more tickets, more attendance. Yeah. Describe the vibe. Well, I think that, you know, it, it's been a it's been a slow, steady build. And, you know, again, two years ago, there's no one in the gym. There just couldn't be, right? And even at one point last year it was talked about. Um and and, and again, I'm just gonna continue to put it on to the to the guys on the team. The way that every time someone interacts with them, all right, I'm you know, I'm sure there's a time or two where where, you know, someone doesn't get to know them or something like that. But when they're out in the community, they're engaging. Uh, they're, 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 they're building their brand, building our brand and people are coming out. I mean, there are more little kids after the game. It's like, we're, it's like 20 minutes after the game before we get up there and talk about our post game. And it's because of the volunteers that they they do at school, the camp, like I said, the baseball games, all that kind of stuff. So the vibe of the Vidalia, the Vidala bean vibe, if you will, um, it's nice because you do walk out there and you do feel it, you feel it different. You know, it's, it's exciting to see you know, multiple, uh, levels, uh, people being in it. And, uh, and as we continue to, to hopefully build this thing, you know, it's just going to get louder and louder. And it probably affects the kids more than it affects you. You probably, it probably doesn't affect you as much as it does the team. Is that fair? Yeah. I notice it going into the game. Cause I'm like, all right, this school, and there, it, you know, you, you say a buzz, there's, you know, quite literally you feel like a buzz a little bit. And then during the game, you just kind of lock in, but these guys deserve it. They deserve to like have someone go cheer them on for all the hard work they do. I think, you know, I, 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 I hope, I know they, they appreciate it. I hope that, uh, that, that it helps them a little bit too. You feeling it differently this year, that Vidala being vibe? Oh yeah, I feel it for sure. Uh, but it, like you said, it come along with winning. So As long as you win, winning. people will keep showing up. And then obviously for me, I'm having people from my high school and stuff like that still supporting me, which is pretty cool. Which we talked about forever. I've talked about forever on this show what a big deal it was to bring Sean to get Sean to us to your floor because I knew that he was – he energized people locally like very few athletes that I have seen. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like when you got him that that was going to be a big game changer. And now you've backed him up with Jordan Pickett, mm-hmm. yeah, a strong player coming in from Belleville East. Same type of same type of energy, same type of local following, and you expect him to make an immediate impact on your on your game next year. Yeah, I do. I think Jordan's a, a heck of a player. When when you when you get someone locally, all right, they're they have to be special in something. You know, they have to have high character. Obviously, talented is 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 something you always want on your team. But it takes a little something extra to be to be local. You know, there's there's that added pressure. There's that added like, hey, come over here. Uh, you know, when you have to go get some extra shots up. There's that extra criticism. There's a, that extra love. You have to be able to balance all of that. So when you're a local talent, you know, I I, I hesitate sometimes, um, and I don't mean that in a, in a negative way. You just really it, it, it's a burden, and you wanna you wanna explain that to the to the person that you're bringing on and. Rayshon, you know, he, he we've talked about that uh, over the years, and he, he's handling it great. Uh, I think Jordan is is a guy that can do the same thing. He's got a great support system. He's got a great work ethic. 
and he's pretty darn good at basketball too. So right. he, he makes me look a little bit better as a coach. So I think when you have those intangibles and there's a lot of local talent here, there's a lot of local talent and you know, I can't comment on all of it, but there is a lot of local talent here. So we want to continue to do a, our job in this area to, to continue to be build the community with the community. Well, we just had Isaiah Kloster on here and I made the point several times that something like four of the top six teams in the St. Louis metropolitan area are from your high school conference. East, number one team in the area. Collinsville's having a great year. O'Fallon is number, I, I think has just passed up both those teams with wins over both teams. They're strong again this year. I haven't even mentioned East St. Louis. Edwardsville just beat Collinsville. And those are just the teams in the Southwestern Conference. So I feel like this is one of the deepest years that I can remember, especially since I've been doing this podcast locally and in the conference. But, yeah, I do feel like there's a lot of good basketball here. I, don't, I, I feel like soccer has been the sport where it's like, oh, yeah, we're super deep here. But mm -hmm. hoops, there's a lot of talent here. Oh, every year. I mean, you, I, when I was at other schools, I was coming in this area, you know, a, a decent amount in different tournaments. And there's, you know, there's just always somebody – you know, my first year as an assistant, I felt like like three or four guys from other teams were beating us. And I was like, oh, you're, you're local, you're from this area. So it was a focus, you know, when, when we took over and, and the timing was good because, um, you know, we, we needed an impact guy. Uh, you know, Ray, Ray seems to be a decent basketball player. So I say, hey, well, let's try this out. Might as well. He seems to be an okay dude. And then he went and out. got hurt. And you're like, and he went and got dude. hurt. I was like, what the heck? Like, what man? are you doing, man? I yeah. thought you were, you brought you here to play. Not he cancels two seasons, basically. He cancels a season. The next season, no fans can come. It's like, what kind of, what's he bringing? I think he's loving it so much he wants to keep doing it for, <laughs> for like, he's going to be like, like a 10 year collegiate. Oh, geez. He'll be a doctor by when, by when it's all said and done. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb, and Ginger Blasting Game the chance to serve you. They have offices in Waterloo, O'Fallon, and Edwardsville with more than 130 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 5,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing. And they helped us find the perfect home, and they can do the same for you. No wonder they're ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at BlastingGameGroup.com. You will not be disappointed. You a golfer? I have not, and, and I don't say this to be like that, that coach because I'm always in there X and O, and I don't mean it by that. I have not golfed in like six years, and I, I enjoy it. I just I don't know if I have any friends that want to go golfing with me. You got a bunch of kids though too. How many I how have, many children do you have? I have four kids, so it's hard for me to say. All right, um, I'm, I'm going to go golf. I'm going to go golf for four hours. So I need to, I need some like boosters or something like so I can kind of quote unquote be working the whole time. I think in the summer you might be able to slip out, but yeah, when your kids are that young, it's tough to get golfing. Yeah. But if you want to get golfing, you need to go to Oak Brook Golf Club. How about you, Rayshon? Not a golfer. <laughs> One day, one day you will be, <laughs> Keaton. I have I've never hit the links. <laughs> Nowhere to go though. You got to go to Oak Brook, located northeast of Edwardsville. Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned twenty-seven hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, best senior scramble 
and most popular golf course amongst basketball players. There we go. I like that. Just not you guys. <laughs> Just not us two. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I will attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tea time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. All right, Coach, you got about two months of season left? Yep, yep. What are you looking for out of this crew moving forward? I just think that we just need to continue to grow um, in our, in our, and I say this in a, in a good way, our togetherness, you know, it, it's, you know, when you have something special and you have guys that you like being around every day, I mean, I, I'll be sitting in the front of the bus, is kind of shaking my head sometimes with the things that they're saying or having a good time and, and, and the multiple voices that you're hearing contributing in the conversation. I just want to continue to grow and build on that. I, I love the fact that they are enjoying and thriving in each other's success. There's always somebody making a play, but more importantly, there's about 12 to 13 guys cheering for that guy making a play. So we need to do that. Uh, if you want to get technical, I want to, you know, we want to continue to you know, grow our assists, uh, limit our turnovers, and then just uh, continue to defend. And I think that we're, we're going to build this thing, uh, you know, week by week. If, if we do those things, we'll, we'll continue the momentum. What's the style? Give me words that describe your on-court style. What you know, do people expect to see? As a coach, what you want to do is you want to have an identity. And it's hard to create that identity or just kind of make it up. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, we play fast. You play you play slow. You, you know, your, your zone. You're not. I, you know, I kind of came to, I think, we're Swiss Army Knife. And I, and I say that in a complimentary way of our guys. Again, they've, they've kind of, I've never had a team like that. I think we're versatile. We can go big. We can go smaller. We can switch multiple uh, multiple positions. Uh, we can play fast, but we can grind it out in the half court a little bit, and and that's, it's not a um, not trying to kind of step away from the question, but like when I when I look at it, we've won games different ways, uh, we've played different styles, um, you know, you, you you just we've had different guys contribute in, in a major way, and I guess that's you know what a what a Swiss Army knife is, and it makes it a little bit t- tougher for teams to prepare against you because yeah. they know that you can do different things mm-hmm. and play different styles. Okay, so the big obviously, you're going to stay away from from those from those actual tangible win loss type goals, but obviously getting into the tournament would be the icing on the cake for you guys. Yeah, I mean we already got into the Longwood tournament, and won it. So is that the tournament you're talking about uh, right there? I think there's another <laughs> one. I think there's another one coming up here, and you know, and it starts with your conference tournament. It, it, actually, it does. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's our goal. I'm not, you know, I it, it, it's not. It's not something that, you know, when I sit down and I across from a table when I'm recruiting somebody, I say, hey, let's try to win and get, and get close. You know, let's see if we can win enough. Let's see if we can win more than the previous team. No, we say we want to fill this arena. We want to win championships, and we want to go dancing. There's no doubt about it. We talk about wanting to do that. If you don't believe and dream big, then how are you going to get there? You gotta, you gotta believe that you can do it. And and, and then now you put the, your words behind. You know, you gotta, you gotta back your words up. We're not there yet. It's our it's our ultimate goal. You know, our goal is now to beat you know uh, Thursday and go to Eastern and win and, and more importantly get better this week. But there's no question what 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 that impact has and in that vision that we have shared. We sat down. I didn't sit down to Rayshon and say, let's try winning some games more than anyone else has here. But you know, let's not go too crazy. No, he wants to go dancing, and, and, and so do I. 
And uh, that's a goal of ours. And when the time's ready, uh, we hope to get there. And someone from your conference gets to go. Yeah, I mean, that's the best part about it. And it's so fragile. It is so hard to do. I, you know, I had I had a really good team at Green Bay. We were, we were as good as any team that I've had. And you have a, a tweaked ankle and a, and a lo- overtime loss, and you're the 69th team. And uh, so it's a lot of things have to go your way. Um, but again, why, why not try to try to make it happen? It's the goal. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to the rest of this year. What are you looking forward to, Rayshon? Uh, just looking forward to continue having fun with all my teammates, coaches, and um, playing for everybody. And obviously, like you said, we uh trying to get to the tournament. And you feel like the everything is after – when you look back, when you first started, you thought, okay, you're number four. Here's where I want to be. Is the program where you want it to be? It's uh, it's heading in the right direction. And, again, not skirting the question, I, I wasn't expecting two pandemic years. Uh, that that kind of remixed us, 19 games in 42 days, uh, five straight weeks of three games that no other team in the country had done for two years. Um, no, uh, you know, you, you always want to win now. Uh, but when you sit there and really – when you have to be realistic – and you have to see what we went through these last few years. But more importantly, you got to see who got on that bus and who got off the bus every single game. And a lot of those guys are still in in the arena every day. And a lot of those guys are local. And then the guys that actually helped and were part of it are still part of us. I'll, I'll never forget what those guys went and did for two years. It, it was as hard as anything I've ever done in coaching. So um, I think we're in the right direction. Uh, I love how we've stuck together through some major league uh, adversity, whether it's personal adversity, uh, injuries, or just world, you know, with the, with the pandemic. And, um, you know, in year four, you always want to have a little bit more success than year three. So uh, so right now, that's that's where we are. Because these are all guys that you recruited. This the, These are your guys at this point. Before this year, there were probably some stayovers from who were recruited from Pratt, from past coaches. Perhaps it was possible, but not now. These yeah. are these are all your guys. Yeah, even uh, Grandpa Cam Williams, who's been on the team for for several years, he was someone that I I was uh, part of his recruitment for sure. And and uh, yeah, that would be that'd be everyone on on this team, no doubt about that. How many seniors do you have this year? I'm, I'm f- looking through. I see we have two on paper. We have like uh, you know like uh, Jalen Hodge. Jalen Hodge. Um, when I and when I say seniors, meaning eligibility, him and Cam Williams are in terms of their eligibility. Um, and then, like Ray was alluding to earlier, he's he's technically a sophomore, but he's a heck of a student. He's a junior. Uh, we have, shoot, probably five guys. Well, Cam's working on his master's. Jalen's working on his master's. The twins are uh, going to graduate. Uh, Pruitt's actually going to graduate, um, you know, he, he in terms of academically. So, I, I you know, it, we're all over the place in school and eligibility, but two guys on paper right now that are, I guess, technically basketball-eligible seniors. Does it ever get confusing when you've got graduate student assistant video coordinator Sean <laughs> Taylor and Ray Sean Taylor? They're I mean, brothers, like, right? You guys are brothers? You guys? That's my twin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. Looks like you go to the same barber. Um, <laughs> but uh, how's Coach Waldo, my my buddy? Just interviewed him a couple weeks ago for uh, Edwardsville High School Athletic Hall of Fame. Not, he's not going in yet. He's not eligible yet, but he interviewed and talked about uh, the folks that are going in. What an amazing guy. You know, he, he, it, it, I always like seeing the reactions to former players or people that knew him in high school. And when I say his heart is as big as anyone I've ever been around, 
and the connection he has with our players in terms of, term of genuineness and care and love and see their jaw kind of drop sometimes like coach Waldo, like, <laughs> and I, I, I've never known any other version of coach Waldo a little bit in recruiting a few times. I recruited a few of his guys and he didn't necessarily call me back. He didn't want to deal with all that stuff or, or he was pretty quick in, in his responses of, of, or, or less detail than I would have liked when I was recruiting. But his heart is, uh, don't you think, right? I mean, he's, he's as good of a person as there is. Yeah, he is for sure. And, you know, a lot of people always ask me because I played against uh, his teams when I was in high school, so I always get asked about him. <laughs> what's a, What's been your experience playing with Coach Waldo now? I love playing with uh, Coach Waldo. Uh, he, like, like you say, he's real genuine. He loves everybody. Uh, actually, he was the first coach to snap on me when I got to college. Really? Was he? First one. Really? Did you deserve it? Yeah, I did. Uh, it was like a drill or something, and I didn't snap my head or something. And he just. Yeah. Really? First Good. one. So First one. That. He wasn't, he wasn't uh, having it. <laughs> Ray has a memory that. Ray has a memory. I can remember anything. He's, he's, he's phenomenal, his memory. Like, if you're going to question something in the past with Ray, you better have your stuff put together. And uh, that's interesting. I didn't know Coach Waldo. It makes me mad. I, it was just me and Zay. Oh, jeez. I was that? probably yelling at Zay. Oh, I do, actually. No, I do, yeah. Oh, jeez. Man, we're getting old. I can't let you get out of here without <laughs> describing. Uh, can you imitate Coach Brony? How about that? Instead of just asking you what it's like to play for him, could you maybe give us your best Brony? Who, do, who on the team does the best Brony? Yeah, what do you got? Who does the best one? I haven't written the practice plan yet, so let's go. <laughs> probably Dez. Dez probably could do the best. Best Dez was a good Baroni. Yeah, good. but I but I definitely can. I could do some. Let's hear it. Let's say. No, nah, I I can't. I can't <laughs> do it. I can't do it. That was just, that was it. your chance. There we go. Yeah, yeah it's it time to shine. All right, so get, help me circle a couple games on the calendar. We got at Eastern coming up here on Thursday. That's a big one in your conference. Lindenwood, Moorhead State, again Southern Indiana. This time they travel here to you. Tennessee Tech, Moorhead State. I mean, it's it's a it's a tough conference schedule here for the next month, all the way through February twenty fifth. Yeah, I mean, even Tennessee Tech, who who we beat, started not great, and they're they're starting to play really well. You got to factor in all this travel, um, you know, your 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 logistics of of how to get from A to B. It it's a it's a bear of a schedule. It really, and and everyone's going through it, and not not just us. I mean, it's everyone in the league has to do this right now, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. You can see teams like I think everyone's either three and one, two and two, and one and three, so something like that. Like there's nothing that's really too separated, right? And everybody wins at home. Yeah, everyone's been winning at home for the most part. Yeah, tough conference, and uh, I'm glad you mentioned logistics. So you've got a director of operations that handles all that stuff for you, right? Yes, and and I'm stealing him right now because he was uh, he was the head coach at Quincy for the last five years. Ryan Helenthal, he and I go back 25 years. Um, a college teammate of mine and him, he were friends, and then he and I worked together at Garden City Community College a long time ago. So. He does a great job. Um, he, he's way more qualified. I, I couldn't do it, first of all. I, I couldn't do all the travel and stuff like that, but then he's also such a contributor on the court and uh, basketball-wise behind the scenes. It, it, it's He's such a value, but, yeah, it helps out so I can just go out there and, and try to coach. What time is practice tomorrow? We're going at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Cl- class has started, so uh, I don't have the freedom I once had uh, the last three weeks where you can um, you know, watch film, lift in the morning, kind of make a day of it. 
Uh, so we go, they go to class in the morning, um, two o'clock, we'll be up and ready to roll. It's always open. People are always welcome to come by. Really? Yeah. I love, I love, I think it's, I mean, they have to perform in front of fans, right? You right. know? And, and so if you can't do it in an intimate setting with someone coming by, we have, we have people come by, um, you know, half hour here, 20 minutes there. Some people, you know, I always want people to come by. With or without heckling. You want me to heckle if I you, come by? You can you heckle. Know. Yeah, you can. You know what? I'd rather hear you right now than 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 us. On, so you'll say something. And I'll just be like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> like that's gonna work. That, that would okay with that? Pretty, I actually would enjoy it. I'd enjoy it for a quick minute, <laughs> and then and then we'll see how practice is, and if we if we're if we're still winning. Would you call <laughs> Coach's uh, attitude jovial? Is he laid back like that at practice? No, he is not laid back at practice. Just hanging out. I'm just watching. <laughs> You're walking around in your flip flops, just hanging out, watching a bunch of good guys. Because that's basketball. what's that's going to happen. That's that's how it, that's how, that's how it is. Yeah, that's how you get to where you are. You just kind of chill out. You still having fun? Yeah, for sure. I'm still having fun. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for coming by, Keaton. You looking forward to going? You're a season ticket holder. You into that Vidala Bean vibe here on out? Yeah, for sure. Always. All right. Well, Brian, it's always a pleasure to see you, man. I'm I happy for it. you, and like. I'm I'm following you and I'm I'm rooting for you and like I said, I was nice to you before you were famous. For uh, yeah yeah that's <laughs> a, my my kids always say why is Grandpa so much more famous than you and I'm like because Grandpa's pretty darn cool and Grandpa <laughs> Grandpa went to the Final Four and was an NBA coach that's what Grandpa was but uh, no you've always been great to me so I I really appreciate it and this has been a, a slow steady build uh, but I think we're doing it the right way. Uh, in a community that, um, man, it just, it, it's so nice to say this is my community now. Yeah. I just, you know, I've had four kids here and I, this is home and this is just awesome to be doing this with guys that I care about at home. And that's pretty cool. Well, you've been a great addition, not just to the university, but to the community, the I same community it. in which I live. So I think in a lot of ways, you and I have been building our programs the same way together with a real matriculation, not just you know, you're not, you're not going to, it's not going to happen overnight. There's mm -hmm. not one win. There's not one show that's going to put us on the map, but if we keep grinding at, hopefully it will uh, continue to grow. Rayshon, it's always great to see you. I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm glad to see you smiling. You got an infectious smile. Love it. Love the way you play. And I'm going to be out there at some games as we go forward, digging that Vidala Bean vibe. Anytime. Let's Appreciate go. <laughs> Big thanks to Isaiah Kloster and Coach Baroni, Rayshon Taylor, and for partners, Cassins. Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, Jeb, and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. Thank you for listening to the Metro Esports Podcast, talking all things sports. For Keaton Anderson, I'm David Light.